welcome back to the Indie Basketball Podcast. Uh, we've got a little bit of a twist to our fantasy drafts episodes, which we normally do. Um, this is a new segment we're starting called Playlist Makers, where we still have that fantasy draft format, but we're going to kind of put a playlist together to a prompt. And we got four, three awesome guests to do it this time. Uh, and I'll start by introducing you guys. First off, Josh Terry, you're a freelance music writer, lots of music writers in this this group, but uh, you're also a hoop head of the group, and I think maybe the only one in this batch. Uh, I I don't Ian? This, this is Ian Erasure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm not in the fantasy basketball draft. I, I, I couldn't hang with those, but yeah, definitely a hoop head. Love to yeah. hear it. Love mm-hmm. to hear it. But Josh, thank you so much for joining then. Yeah. Thanks for Thanks for having me. And as we just mentioned, we have Ian Cohen. You know, he's the co-host of the IndieCast. You write for Pitchfork and every like every music <laughs> publication out there. But dude, thank you so much for joining. And no problem. And yeah, I, I love that this podcast exists. Um, of late, I found that more and more indie artists are like just dying to talk about basketball. Like rather than like you know just the same thing about oh, tell me tell me what influenced your record you know totally. the therapy talk is out basketball is in that's twenty twenty four basketball is therapy man yeah uh, <laughs> and and last but not least we have Dan Ozzy author of Sellout and co-author of uh, Tranny with uh, Laura Jane Grace uh, but dude what a cast here right no what a collection of bicoastal dudes like we have the whole <laughs> United States of America over here, right? Do we have the East Coast? Uh, is Josh is on Chicago? Do we, we have two Chicago's? So we're talking uh, like we're talking Midwest. the coast, as in Lake Michigan, yes, the ocean. The Nothing only exists. two coasts that really matter. Yeah. I would love to get some Boston represented. Can we get Luke O'Neill on real quick? <laughs> or, or we no, need we, need get, we, need, we need to get one. We need to get one of Tricks Point. Never like the. I, I interviewed that guy like about basketball and nothing else for Grantland. So let's uh, guess. Yeah, he's 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 the real deal. I Absolutely. know lots about basketball. I just want to say up front. I'm excited. Okay. Tony, well, Tony be... Gwynn, Barry Bonds. <laughs> watch watch out for the it. shack. Watch out for the shack attack. <laughs> He's well, heating up. I freaking great. love we're, basketball. We're doing a pivot. That's great. We were going to do album <laughs> openers, but we're just going to do a basketball draft instead. I hope that's okay with you. <laughs> All right. <laughs> uh, but yeah, as I mentioned, that's what we are doing a little draft of. We're going to make kind of collaboratively make a playlist of album openers, of track ones. Uh, and you know, I don't know about you guys, but as I was doing my research, I I started to kind of panic a little because there is just so much good stuff. Can I ask how you guys what what the criterion that you guys came up with? Obviously, side one, track one, but what what were the criterion criteria that so, you know, went into your picks? So Go for ahead, me, Josh. it was kind of weird because um, you know. I know that not everyone is a sports fan here, but if you've ever done a fantasy draft and it's like a guy comes up to you and is like, hey, man, can you be in my fantasy draft? And then you do the draft, but it's like only four or five people. Yeah. And it's like, oh, oh I'm, my team's going to be amazing. There are only five teams <laughs> to play against. So it's kind of like that, but it's like we just have to choose between all of recorded music. and. Yep. We all have different tastes, you know, Ian and Dan, you're different and I'm different than you guys in terms of what I like. So I'm, I was thinking, I'm like, do I just want to like fuck up Ian's day and choose like <laughs> classic <laughs> email albums? <laughs> That's the thing. Like, I, I, I'm like, most of these are just going to be like defensive picks. Like I, I learned like the names of all the against me uh, album <laughs> openers just for the sake of spiting Dan. I, yeah. I, yeah, I don't know. I, not being a, a fantasy draft aficionado, I really feel like I did the equivalent of picking like six long snappers. <laughs> like, like I just picked six punters, you know. And Tom Brady like, is he still in the league? Sure, but, but I did a. Re- I just want to say I did a really bad job of mine because I tried to do it yesterday afternoon, uh, and. I'll just say for me that the things I didn't play defensively or I wasn't thinking about the draft. I just tried to pick openers for albums i think one of the qualifiers was that i have to actually love the album too like if it's just a great track one on a stinker album i'm like i yeah i can't i don't have room for that so i have to like really love the album as a whole and the first song has to like kick it off i also like want i also leaned into songs that like sort of 
establish who the band is and what the album is right up front. Like I'm a big sucker for that. So like, those were the things that I tried to like keep in mind versus just like, Oh yeah, this is a really good opening song or whatever, you know, like Mm -hmm. the special ones. I clearly put way too much thought into it. You guys were thinking of how to destroy one another and I fucked up. (laughs) No, I mean, (laughs) honestly, let's kind of like break down, I guess what to expect in this. Cause like, this is a fantasy draft, but as I mentioned, like ultimately we are making a playlist. So is there a strategy in that do you want to piggyback someone so you have good flow that might be hard to do but like you know it is something we could do it's really open to us you know it this also could very well be what we think are the 20 best album openers that are, there are you know like it, it really can go any way so I, I like that flexibility yeah i think for me like just to kind of narrow it down and also to you know kind of be on brand with the way I interact with Steve on IndieCast, my 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 cutoff point is the year 2000. Music doesn't exist prior to that point. Um, I kind of have to limit it to that. Uh, and otherwise, you know, same sort of things that like Dan was talking about. Like I'm really a sucker for like, um, like you you know what the album's about within like the first yeah. five seconds of it. And also, like I give a little bit of added weight to if it's a band kind of reintroducing themselves or mm-hmm. like clearly leveling up, like how you know that within the first uh, five seconds. Unfortunately, like one of the, like one of the one pick that like clearly meets both criteria that I had to cut out because of the time is of course uh, my own summer shove it. Uh, mm-hmm. That is like that. Like that's how you do a second album level up. But you know, that's not what I'm picking, okay. you know, okay. wink, wink. Cause it went <laughs> well, 2000 or <laughs> and and on that note, like, you know, as we're going through, let's not throw mm. out any that potentially someone else might want to, you know, grab off the board. Um, so let's right. let's let's no no spoilers or anything like that. But I, I feel like it's safe to say, you know, if we are making a playlist, if a pick goes from a band, you're probably not going to want to pick another song from that band. Like, I, I feel like if one goes, it's off the board. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, Dan can't choose the uh, death to like uh, mini maggot back to school. That's <laughs> <laughs> that, that well known for real opening track of White Pony. Remember when you made Laura Jane listen to that album for the first time and she was like, this is what the whole thing sounds like? Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 it's not. And this is like when every record was, you know, like an hour long. And so yeah. we were just like in her recording studio or in practice space just, and she was just having a bad time listening to this record. <laughs> yeah. All right, so nobody, he's, nobody's drafting. Okay, yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, well, let's start this thing. Number one, Smells Like Teen Spirit, Nirvana. <laughs> Who's got that? <laughs> So, well, honestly, let's let's get into it. We'll decide the draft order, uh, and this is going to be done through a very arbitrary trivia question that whoever is the closest will get to decide what the order is. Um, and, you know, as we get into it, as we said, you know, whoever gets to go first is going to be Serpentine, so we'll go back and forth. Uh, whoever goes first gets that first pick, and then because of that, whoever has fourth pick will get to pick the last song on the playlist. Um so we'll start with that trivia question, and this will be a fun one. Who can get closer? Like, so, are we buzzing in, or oh, it's like <laughs> a, okay. we'll just go. Everyone gives their okay. answer, and oh, then okay. we'll we'll see who's closest. So it's not going to be Price's Right rules. We don't have to go. Okay. You know, yeah. it's whoever's going to bid the lowest. But so the song "Serious" by the Alan Parsons Project. You may know this is the Chicago Bulls starting lineup song. Damn, I thought it's that also, was the question. <laughs> it's also an album opener. Uh. And I want to know how long is the song? We're so talking we'll about the song that goes like do 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 do. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So sick, sick, am I? Are we going? Oh, I go, don't know if it. everybody's. I think everyone is, is a different order, thing. but Dan, okay. we'll start with you. Uh, six minute thirty two seconds. I went high, Bob. I went high. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, I'll go next, you know, uh, and I can't believe with like Dan House, we didn't say like the Alan Parsons project, which I believe was some sort of hovercraft joke. Um, <laughs> I'm going to go with uh, I'm going to go with a solid 345. All right, Josh. Um, You know, I think it's uh, two and a half minutes. Okay, so Gosh, I choose... you got to go one second, dude. Don't you watch uh, right? yeah. <laughs> one dollar. <Bob. laughs> I too thought this was a long one. It's actually quite short and it's 155. Mm. So 
Josh is the Everybody winner. Everybody went so over. It's basically right? a hardcore right. song. Yeah. I said yeah. it's not Bryce is right. <laughs> Did Joyce Manor write that song? <laughs> yeah, <sorry. laughs> it was a f- fucking epic, yeah. So, Josh, you get to determine what the order is. I'll go fourth. Fourth. Okay, you want to you want to close it out. Yeah, that sounds good. But okay. it's also like snake, right? So I get to choose twice in a row, right? Correct. You'll get four and yeah. five. Sweet. So what, who, who's yeah. going where? Um, well, you're the host. You're you. Um, why don't you go first? All right, let's find. Because you're the only wild card. Like I can guess. <laughs> I can guess what Ian and Dan might pick, but I have no idea what you're gonna pick. You might, so I, might as well just get it up. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Matt, start us off. Well, who's second and third? I just want to make sure. Oh, I get this oh it's uh, Dan and Ian. We're do alphabetical. Perfect. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. All right. So if I am kicking off the first pick of this draft, um, it's a tough decision to do the album opener of album openers. Um, I got to make sure I have my playlist up because I have, I don't know about you guys, but I, my short list is almost 40 songs. So this isn't going to do me any favors. Oh my favors. God. Uh, <laughs> I think. You've heard 40 albums in your life? <laughs> Fuck, dude. You got me beat. I think I'm going to go with um, my. This is obviously a very personal pick for me. It's my, one of my all time favorite bands, one of my all time favorite albums. Uh, I'm going to go with I'm Trying to Break Your Heart by Wilco. I am an American aquarium drinker I assassin down the avenue um, um, okay. In this, my my statement, I mean, obviously it's one of their- I feel right at home, IndyCast style. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, honestly, it's one of their biggest songs. It's, it's um, they have a documentary titled after it. Uh, and to me, I actually, this is maybe a bold statement to kick it off. I think Wilco has the best track ones of any band ever. The most consistent track ones. I always Matt, love their first tracks. Matt, big, I'm going to go out on a limb here and say that I'm probably the only person that's going to agree with you here. <laughs> no, I, I think they're good, but I yeah. mean... I don't like, know their best, um, but it's also like really funny because you know I we both live in Chicago and yeah. look like this. I did not choose. <laughs> I did not choose Wilco at all. I that's a great pick, and it was not at all on my top twenty. Um, yeah, well, Wilco's got too many albums to make that claim, you know. Well, I mean, okay. I, like, I can you tell me what the Ode to Joy opener is or sh- the Shilko so, okay, one? Fair. But Star Wars doesn't Star Wars start with like a minute long like it's, uh, yeah intro. it's like EKG or something like that yes, it's like, yes. yeah yeah I think either way Art of Almost um, yeah well that's one that's great yeah uh, yeah can't stand it is the Summer Teeth uh, mm-hmm. track one I I, I mean at least lot. that's what you Let's said say, yeah, yeah, yeah that yeah, one is crazy uh, yeah, if we're, if we're, you got an original beef of Chicago land shirt on and, like and, and I mean, misunderstood is, on being yeah. there shit's good yeah, yeah you're right yeah. I'm yeah. it's a homer pick what can I say mm, I, can't, I yeah. can't help it I love it but uh, that's that's the first pick that's what we're gonna kick it off with uh, and that's gonna lead us over to Dan for the second pick. Uh, okay, so I don't know if I should be playing defensively and taking what I think Ian's going to put on there, <laughs> but I'm not. I'm going to hold that pick to put... By the way, when I made this, ooh, <laughs> I don't know what the... I had just gotten back from urgent <laughs> care, and I was all full of painkiller. So this is fun, but I'm going to go with Caven, uh, the first song on uh, Until Your Heart Stops. Truly, like uh, uh, another noted dude, David Anthony, wrote an article once about how, <laughs> for better or worse, that album pretty much invented metalcore. Um, but you know, good. Uh, and I just think the first 15 minutes of that album are like maybe the best 15 minutes of hardcore ever recorded. And that album opener is just unreal. Like it starts with this insane riff invented a whole genre in in the first 10 seconds um so yeah gotta give it to cave-in awesome that's a good pick i'm i'm one of the the weirdos with cave-in where i like the softer stuff more and i'm i, I you, you know, know that's a fine yeah, buy, to have, an anten- yeah. buy an antenna for 6.99 at best buy you antenna know justice is, is, is that the one that from like 2002 or 2003 <laughs> yeah. yes yeah 
Uh, but that, I mean, that's an awesome pick. I mean, I love Caven all around. Um, and that is, it's, it's going to be funny when we put this together though. And we're going to hear Wilco going. Yes. To that's going to be very jarring <laughs> for sure. <laughs> Well, I, I mean, I think the way uh, I think the way I'm trying to break your heart ends leads well into something a little more harsh. Until your heart stops. Eh? Yes, I'm trying to break your heart and into until your heart stops. All right, now, All you're right, now we're like doing like you have to telephone. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> next one has like, to what's that exquisite? We're doing like exquisite corpse type poetry or whatever. <laughs> All right, uh, so all right, so for me, I, I, I'm going to make a choice that. Uh, kind of aligns um sonically um this uh and also it's just a way to kind of like establish my footprint because this song's really long um uh just to it, it, it makes the criteria of like a band like leveling up a band where you like you know exactly what you're getting out of this album within the first five seconds and of course i love the album as well so i'm going to put dream house by devin in there um, I feel like this is, you know, kind of similar to like what Dan was saying about Caven. Like, I don't know if you, I mean, I, I don't want to like test waters with like metal people, but <laughs> whether or not they like invented that, like nothing was the same after this album came out. Like this, you will, I really, really don't think that there's going to be another metal album that has, um, you know, the critical footprint of, you know, Sunbather. Uh, whether we're just talking about like font or just like uh, you know the cover art or what have whether you, whether but... we're talking about font, is such a good thing. <laughs> 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 Graphic designer nods his head. Yeah, yeah you know, like we're, you want to go we're... into like typeface, really? Like <laughs> we're gonna be in the in, in basketball. We've shifted into the fonties. Uh, yeah, 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 the 2023 we're taking fonties. side bets on the typefaces no. right now. <laughs> I, but no, like didn't, when they did the uh, 10 year anniversary issue, right? Didn't they do like a thing where you ha- could like buy the typeface? Oh, man. Uh, I think they did that. Um, shout out to Nick Steinhardt. Is it, is it uh, but, <laughs> yeah, but um, yeah, I think that the, that album, it's like an album within an album, even though yeah. there's like 51 more minutes of it. Um, yeah, I think that that is just like one of the before and after songs of, uh, you know, the past decade and also it kind of meshes well. Like for me with mixes, like it has to flow. Like you have to have some sort of connection from one song to the next. So plus I wanted to see, what, you know, what Josh's most metal pick is. So well, <laughs> if he decides is, to go that route. That album is perfect because it, it, I mean, the band in general, like it bridges the gap between genres. So you you kind of pull in people from like who like a little bit of dreamier stuff but then you also pull in the metal dudes and like it it yeah. pulls it together yeah and you got like the metal dudes you get to hate on the fucking wimp ass people like myself <laughs> who go to like one metal <laughs> show per year and it's happened. <laughs> yeah totally yeah everybody wins all right josh first round pick four yeah so rules question so this is this is supposed we're supposed to think about it this is a playlist not just as like personal preference here's my taste i mean dude do it okay. dra- draft what you want right. so like when i when i when i um made my list i sort of like thought about it a couple different ways because like one i write a sub stack i'm not rolling stone i'm not trying <laughs> to like do the canon or anything like that i'm just kind of like picking records that i really like yeah. and are really formative and you're you not know. rolling stone do you think billy corgan as two chicago area people <laughs> is one of the 250 <laughs> best guitarists of all time <laughs> true <laughs> yeah um so okay this is like one of my all-time favorite records i feel like when you're looking at an opener it kind of when it's a great record it kind of has to like be the thesis statement of the record um so i chose farewell transmission the songs of Hyacinth off magnolia electric company i also think that is a record where you know jason molina had six great records before this one came out but this one kind of leveled it up and like made the sound a little more muscular and and kind of was the record that got a lot of people to discover his back catalog and like lyrically you can't fuck with it it's just what it's just really good song yeah yeah, yeah, yeah you know everything you need to know about jason molina with just that song i think what i what's in, i always found interesting too is that that album is magnolia electric company and then he proceeded to just turn his music into magnolia electric company it's t- yeah it, it shows how important it is to him too yeah, has that ever happened before? Where the, re- the album is so good that they microphones oh, right. down here? Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, interesting. That's, so that's that's a great pick. That's, a, that's I mean, yeah. that, I com- 
honestly i completely forgot about that song and it's such a good it's such a good one um um my number two yeah my number two which this is gonna fuck up the playlist a little bit (laughs) but it's all openers so who cares that's the goal honestly (laughs) Everything in its right place by Radiohead. Uh, I gotta, I gotta call IndieCast. You know, shout out Stephen <laughs> Hayden. Um, yeah, Kid A was just the record that kind of changed my life. Yeah, I'm um, a fucking like tattoo yeah. on my forearms. Yeah, so. there you go. yeah, no, uh, yeah, yeah. This record just kind of blew my mind. Yeah, I was probably 12 years old when I first heard it, and I didn't know. I mean, you know, yeah, I was like uh, 20 in college. Yeah. Like. Uh, <laughs> I think but, that's yeah, the story just, for for a lot of people, and I yeah. am the I was a late bloomer on Radiohead. Honestly, it's only been the past couple of years that really some tracks finally clung to me a little bit because I was for me for some reason it was always difficult for me to actually dive in. But it, I was a late bloomer in that one, and that that is a pick I completely agree with. You saw the yeah. sky for the first time in twenty twenty three. Yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> the biggest. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, there are like right. more than one Radiohead songs on the um, Vanilla Sky soundtrack. Yeah, I might be Ron is in there too. Yeah, good movie. Absolutely. Hmm. Uh, Ian, you're following it up with your next one. All right. So, um, uh, you know, I'm inclined to say that, um, you know, with <laughs> if we're th- like, I, I, I'm moved to think about something that matches with the mood of it with, you know, things that blew my mind in college when i was 20 years old and so from going from um you know uh, kid a to something that came out a little earlier that year but took a band from you know they were known for like a rougher and raw sort of sound into something a little more cosmic i'm gonna go with third planet by modest mouse um another signal of like a band that is i mean it's obviously like their major label debut mm-hmm. um and uh, you know, when you, when I hear that song right now, I'm like just thrown thrown right back into being in a position where I, I could have my mind blown by an indie rock. I mean, it's a major label band, but you know what sure. I'm talking about. Um, yeah, I think that that like it is, you know, it's a thesis uh, for an album that like is very philosophical, um, you know, very kind of like redneck cosmic, uh, like phil- like redneck, redneck co- like cosmology, if you will. And um <laughs> Yeah, it, it it the the build of it and the production of it and um it, it just it as an added bonus, I think it flows well with everything in its right place. So I, I feel like there's a I feel like there is a flow to this playlist thus far. It doesn't just completely start over and over again. Thank you for so, keeping that str- that string alive. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> Modest right. Mouse is a good uh, first song band. You know, yeah. drama oh, yeah. off the debut mm-hmm. and then yeah, teeth like I, a, yeah. I thought about that one on uh what do you call it? But it's the horn intro. Yeah, there were a few <laughs> albums that omitted themselves from the running by doing yep. like a weird track yeah. one, you know. Pretty much was, all rap. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. Yes. No, I love 50 Cent sketch. <laughs> <laughs> I love I love the coin dropping sketch yeah. on <laughs> <laughs> um yeah i i also i consider teeth like god shoe shine and, and when you when well. you do the uh the the draft for hip-hop album sketches you gotta <laughs> the same crew. Yeah, absolutely that'll be a good follow-up the sequel it's be for me all dominate yeah it's gonna be all big timers intros like those are like i would just rank those and then you're gonna get some controversy if someone's drafting a kanye sketch I, you know like what's gonna happen i don't know I didn't do a lot of sketch. We'll get, a, we're getting early albums. Oh, broke by broke. I mean, on late registration, <laughs> yeah. that was classic. Or the All Chris right. Rock one at the end of a uh, Blaine game. <laughs> <laughs> All right, following up, Modest Mouse, Dan. Mm. What are you taking? I think I might take the. I think I might take a the record for the shortest intro song, because this one's only. Hold up, I hit it. It's going to start playing. <laughs> I think it's like a minute forty two. Um, but kind of what Ian was saying about, I don't know, something being anticipated, uh, Manifest, the first song on yes. Weaker Than's Reconstruction site. I want to call requests through heating vents and hear them answered with a whisper. Because um, Left and Leaving is probably a top tenor for me, and it came out in 2000. 
and I just used to see them all the time. Would see them again, they hadn't put a new album out. Would see them again in six months, they hadn't put a new album out. So it was just like very much waiting for three years, which is such a long time when you're like late teens. And then they put out Reconstruction Site and that first few seconds where it's this that like triumphant you know like yeah. i want to call requests through heating vents fucking i was just like they're back <laughs> they're yes. back we are so back that was the when that phrase was invented <laughs> um and i so i just deeply remember that coming out and being like yeah they're they my favorite band is back so uh big big love for that one definitely a song that just like immediately gets you amped to listen to the yeah rest of and the it's album. so so barely a song yeah. you know 100, 100 minute 43 so quick how well, is it that the one guy without the beard on this podcast is picking a weaker <laughs> than song? i live in you know on the west coast now we don't get cold anymore which cuts down my weaker than listening time quite a bit <laughs> Uh, it's, which, it's with, below 60 right now in San Diego. I'm going to freeze my goddamn ass yeah, off. There's yeah. not, there's nothing colder than a house in Los Angeles in December. Chicago yeah, when they were, when laugh. they make windows here, they were like, you wouldn't mean weather treated. What is that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're just uh, looking out. You just look at them. You don't. Yeah. With uh, manifest so though, me. there's a, you also have the benefit. They have the reprise later, right? They have that sort of echo. They later have in the three, album parenthetical songs yeah. on that album and i love all of them yeah great great fucking album again Absolutely. like album that i just dearly love and the first one just drops me right into it you know so that was a big criterion for me my uh my now wife uh one of the you know the first songs i'm like hey i, I kind of like you and i you know, of course i had to send the reasons even though that's a little corny but you know, mm-hmm. it's just such it's a better than sending album. The reason by Hoobastick. Yeah. Yeah. I said that yeah. by Hoobastick. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good double double feature. Yeah, that's the album. That's the seven inch that needs to happen. The reason <laughs> back with the reasons. <laughs> yes. The Hoobastick weaker than crossover. Was that, was the whole world has one? been waiting. <laughs> yeah. Well, I got Hoobastick next. I don't know if you guys. <laughs> well, crawling in the dark was that the opener on that album? I I don't know enough. Ian. I can't speak on Hoobastick. <laughs> that's not fucking whiffs. <laughs> Uh, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. Uh, I'm gonna. I'm gonna absolutely look this up. <laughs> is this called a calling an audible in sports terms? Yeah. Ian's yes. adding Hoobastank yeah. at the last second. Is that what? I'm, I'm looking up. Uh, well, I'm looking at the Wikipedia, and Hoobastank's uh, musical style has its own category. They've been categorized as post grunge, alternative rock, hard rock, and new metal, but. Hmm. That's a progression from their earlier funk metal and ska punk song. So, yeah, it's that. <laughs> oh everything. my God. Do you know what the, you want to know the first Hoobastank album was actually named? This is relevant. I promise you. Yes. They so sure don't make basketball <laughs> shorts like they used to. No way. Incredible. Mm-hmm. Get them on the pod. They got to come and on. Yes. Crawling in the Dark is the opening track Pretty on huge. their 2001 Platinum Self title. Pretty <laughs> <huge>. <laughs> All right. Well, I am not going to pick Hoobastank. Uh, I am going to follow up Manifest with... It's... It, it, I don't. I think it'll flow okay. Um, and I th- honestly think the song can f- flow into anything because it, it the way it starts is kind of a reset a little bit. Uh, I'm gonna go with the maybe the greatest uh, emo song of all time, "Never Meant" by American Football. I mean, what a what almost a way to me- start. almost more meme than song at this point, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, what, it's I, pretty I, good. Uh, Josh, I don't know if you were at the show. I saw that this summer, and they played "Never Meant" mm. twice. <laughs> Yeah, uh, the rock and roll all night of yeah. emo now. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Make some man. more fucking songs, guys. I, I yeah, think it's, I, it's... I like too that going into the song from the previous, you have that little figuring out of the riff in the beginning and like the the little drum fill before mm-hmm. they actually start, and then once the riff comes in, it's like, all right, we're here. Let's let's kick off the rest of this. Such an idea. Yeah, that song is undeniable. It's um. Yeah, it inspired a lot of bad music and a lot of good music. (laughs) It's sort of like the thing that happened in rural Illinois or College Town and (laughs) Mm -hmm. just sparked a lot. (laughs) Just just a whole genre of uh, stuff that sounds bad. I mean, name a more famous music house. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Maybe the Let It Be house. (laughs) 
All right. Replacements, let it be. Okay. Yeah, fuck that place. American football house. Uh, I'm all right. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going back to back. Uh, I'm going to go, we're going to pick it up a little back. I feel like we, we kind of, the pace kind of simmered a little, and then we'll pick it back up with uh, seven by Sunny Day Real Estate, mm. which is just, that's going to, the energy in that one again, like, like you were saying, Dan, like the energy kicking off that album is just like, that is obviously a top song for them. And it just, it just gets you amped to listen to the rest of it. I love that song so much. And it was a joy yeah, seeing I... it live this year, Pat, last year. Yeah, yeah. William Goldsmith looks like he's been trained to like beat the shit out of Dave Grohl over the past <laughs> 15 years. He was a beast out there, man. Absolutely. And I actually, you mentioned Boston. I, you know, I drove, I actually went all the way to Boston for that one because uh, I think it was before they announced Chicago shows. So I have, I have, oh. I have a habit of doing that. I did that with just my remote plan. I drove to Philly to see them for their reunion before they announced Chicago. But, you know, I love the road trip to see a band. So, Oof. All right. Uh, Dan, you're up next. Um, well, you know, if, if none of my brethren on the podcast are going to be allies and put women <laughs> on the playlist, then I guess I will. Uh, do better, fellas. Um, <laughs> uh, an album that I really like. I don't think I love it all the way through, but I remember I, I like I have it on vinyl, and it was such a like. I'm gonna just drop the needle on the first song because I just love hearing, hearing the way this starts. But I really, really love um, Cat Power's "The Greatest." Like that's probably my favorite Cat Power song. Not. I don't think my favorite Cat Power album, but mm-hmm. I do love the way it kicks off. Um, lyrically, I don't, I spent a lot of time trying to uh, like discern what she was talking about, which I think is a nice, <laughs> you know, it's not very direct, but it's so poetic and good. So getting Cat Power on there. Yeah. That is definitely one of Classic my favorite rocks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, which I also found out recently, she is a, she's a basketball fan. Oh, is she? I did not know. I, I was at a, a bar recently, and uh, the, no I was way, like, uh, get out of not here! Drink, <laughs> drinking my Topo Chico, and uh, I was at a bar, and somebody uh, was like, kind of like a woman was kind of like yelling in my ear, like from behind, and she like touched me, and she was like, "Oh, I'm so sorry," and I was like, "Yeah, no problem," and I like realized it was like, her, and I just like I don't know why because I don't. I totally froze up. Like it's so it's such a weird reaction for me to have. I don't know why she of all people did it, but I was like, okay, no problem. Don't worry about it. <laughs> like she really intimidated me, and I don't know why. I, I swear to God, this happened to me with Jack White. Almost the same thing. <laughs> but I I didn't freeze up because I'm not really a White Stripes or Jack White fan. Um, so I was at Wrigley Field watching the Cubs baseball game. I think this was the 2016 playoffs, and this was like post. Jack White being filmed looking sad. Yeah. So, you know, he was, it was not the day, but he was, you know, he was dressed in all black. And that's kind of like he stuck out because everyone was wearing Cubs gear. And he's like, mm-hmm. I'm not gonna look like the little boy in a meme wearing a Cubs t- <laughs> I'm not I won't get memed today. <laughs> it's like Billy Corgan like, at Disneyland. Yeah, like, it's like know, <laughs> I'm it's not post, going on that ride again. It's postseason baseball. I'm nervous as hell. So I just get two beers to just drink throughout the game. I'm not leaving my seat. And so I'm hanging on to these two beers, walking back to my seat, and then I get I bump into someone and I look and it's Jack White, and he's like, I'm so sorry. And I say, It's okay. Jack White. And it looks like he looks at me like I shot him. <laughs> it's like the Lee Harvey Oswald. And then I just sort of start walking again. And it was, yeah, he was sort of like, how did you say Jack White? It's like, I'm sorry, Jack White. No, I was like, like, did you put any stress no, on Jack I, White? I, no, I didn't I didn't put any stress on it. I said it as deadpan as I could. I'm like, oh, it's okay, Jack White. And just kept walking. It's like saying beautiful sir. moment. Yeah, but there, that was not the only like rock star like because this was the playoffs. The Cubs won the World Series yeah. that year. Tom Morello was my section, mm. 
And the whole time I was just trying to like, you know, get like so a cool, head nod so cool. from, from Tom Morello. And yeah. uh, sure enough, sure enough, I got it. It was great. <laughs> got a Victory. high five too. It yeah, was a great year. Head nod type for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Uh, this reminds me of the time I thought I saw Zach Daloroka at my gym and it wasn't him. <laughs> I did uh, see Pat Oswalt there though. Um, Victory. Yeah. They, they shout out to bodybuilders. I don't think they're there anymore. Um, <laughs> Ian, you're but, up next. All right. Um, I don't know. Do um do do I want to go with uh you know to counterbalance uh what Dan was saying? Like pick something like uh, going season. By, no, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> uh, nah. Uh, I'm gonna choose RSK nephew, American terrorist, which is tech. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, wow. that, that, if I if I was. If I was going by the metric, yeah, I want to take up as much real estate as possible right. on this one. And I think it's technically the opening track on Crack Therapy 3, but I would be lying if I say I heard any other songs from that. Um, but I don't know. I think this is kind of, uh, I, I think that uh, I'm just going to like throw away the idea of sequencing right now and come up with uh, something I feel is just like kind of throw a wild card in there. Like uh, let's, let's consider like this playlist being split into side a and side B. Um, and I think maybe this one cracks it open. I want to put the family intro from clips, Lord willing. Players, we ain't the same. I'm in the cane and guns. Show Paul with the fishes, make the facelift numb. Out in Panama on that amazing sun. I'm amazing. Because <laughs> it is so, so difficult for a rap album, like, or not difficult, but so rare. Like, aside from, like, I'm thinking, like, Jay Z can't knock the hustle is a good example of, like, a song that just, like, kind of, it says, like, it just goes right in, like, bar one. Um, and, of course, I'm not going to, like, say the actual lyric, uh, <laughs> but, um, you know, that that just, it just really puts you right within, like, what the album is doing. And, um, uh, yeah, I, I wanted to just throw one rap song in there because, um, like, and the rare time where, like, I don't skip the intro, like, you know, 20 years yeah. down the road. So uh, I'm throwing a little curve here, largely to see, like, what happens uh, when we do that. I I mean, yeah, I, lo- I love breaking it up because this this is actually like right at the halfway point anyway. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, that's the I didn't I honestly wasn't sure if if hip if hip hop would go where it would go. But I'm happy to happy to see this this playlist getting uh, it's reaching all genres. It's great. Uh, and last pick of this round is Josh. Go yeah. back to back. OK, um, I'm going to choose. I don't know. Um, this is tough because I have 20. You shouldn't have told us to pick 20. There's like way yeah. too much to go. All right. Yeah, I'm debating. Like, do I go for like just what I like or stuff that I like that's also like important? Or do I, I don't know, try to stick with the theme? I'm not going to do any of that. <laughs> I'm going to go for something that I feel like Dan might pick. I might have the first defensive pick, but Ooh. I think this song is just such a good opener. Sorry, feel- man. There was a never meant pick already. I think yeah. that's <laughs> that is like, yeah, that is the only one that I did have never meant as a defensive pick and someone already <laughs> took it, but it was like yeah. earnest. And I also just love never meant, but I think Dan is going to pick a song by this band. I think, but it's not going to be the song that I'm going to pick by this band. Uh, I'm going to choose pup and I'm going to choose guilt trip. The first song of their first record. Whoa. And there's kinda, like kind of launched a career sound, you know? Yeah. Um, you know, there is an argument that, uh, if, to, if this tour doesn't kill you is their best opener, but, but, <laughs> Without you need DVP with that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You need work. DVP with it. You do it. need DVP. So I'm gonna uh, go with Guilt Trip. Deal, I'm gonna, yeah. you know, they're they're. I love Pup. I I haven't really written about them since they you. They're like good buds, but great band. And I think Guilt Trip Absolutely. is the one. Yeah. I love Pup. Is uh, oh, oh, if if it wasn't uh, an EP, is Anaphylaxis the the first song on that EP? Because that is my favorite Pup song, and I would mm, if EP don't count, but I. I go for that. Um, that's a that's a great pick, though. Morbid stuff, though. Yeah, yeah. like Gilchrist Trip might be my third favorite pub opener, damn. But that's a good call, though. <laughs> Whoa, damn! You roasting <laughs> his pick, dude. <laughs> 
Uh, we're, we're just busting balls here, man. <laughs> busting balls here on uh, indie basketball. <laughs> Josh, you're back to back. Oh, that's right. <laughs> I have I have two more picks after this, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. We'll have uh, this one in the next. Of the the entire thing. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um. Damn. Okay. This is just such an iconic one. This is probably like if you Google best opening tracks, this is gonna be there. Um, but for good reason. I'm gonna go with Patty Smith, Gloria of Horses. It's like one of the most iconic opening lines ever. Absolutely. I really thought you were gonna pick Smells Like Teen Spirit, to be honest. No, I don't care. Uh, I, don't care I thought we were gonna go with uh, Slipknot's "People Equal Shit." But that's the so that's the second song on Iowa. Did, There's also an intro on that. Did you too. have a list of ones you actually want to pick, and then a list of ones to make as a joke? <laughs> no, uh, no, these are all yeah, earnest. Know, yeah, these are all earnest. Yeah. No, no. Well, there's a couple. Laura's great. I, I was I was yeah. mostly talking about Ian uh, throwing out, throwing out the randoms <laughs> out there. Um, um, yeah, I love Gloria. I, I mean, I, that's one of the. F- I think that might be the only Patty Smith album I, ha- I actually have on vinyl, but uh, I need more. Um, but yeah, abs- that's a great starter to the album. Uh, I did have a, I did have picks that were like just things that might make the other guests mad. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <those are> <laughs> just like a bunch of Bob Dylan songs, one yeah, from the Grateful Dead, and just like all of their favorite artists. Dick's yeah. Next volume. 57 yeah i did listen to the latest episode of guys about jam band guys so i'm like oh, yeah. prepared i'm actually prepared to talk about uh, widespread on Priest mcgee if we want to take it there let's go <laughs> well if you want to make that your next pick you're next up so feel free oh we did patty smith gloria um you know, I'm I'm just gonna like go with something that feels it's I don't know if con if iconic's the right word. I think this is just an album that like I love like way more than everybody else, but I do think it still matches um you know most of the criteria, which is that it reintroduces a band as like doing something extremely different than they did before. It announces like um, you know, like going for a much more ambitious sound and I don't know. Dan did a podcast about this album, so maybe it's a defensive pick. So I'm gonna go with Boxing Grand Paradise. Um, you know, that's I his. did a podcast about. This? Did, did, didn't you do near my Godcast? Oh, oh yes, yes, yes. I did. Oh, wow. oh yeah. That... <laughs> I don't remember what the first song of that was. <laughs> How does it start? It starts with like it starts like it basically sounds like a TV on the radio song. Like I can be romantic. Like I'm not gonna yes. do the Connor voice. Okay. Yeah, yes. th- Ooh, yeah. This one, pick. yeah, that this one is like just like a real kind of, um, uh, I don't know, like a not like just me doing me. I, I kind of have to be a little more on brand here, but I love the way that song builds. There's like three or four different times where it song sounds like the song is gonna peak, um, and I just love the way how like it ends. Like I can't see any, like I'm, I can't, I cannot do the guy's voice, but um, and also like the little outro piece like leads it into like we can go any number of directions, but um, yeah, I've still beaten the drum for that album. Might be my favorite still of like the past five six years. It's up if not, if not that it's 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 up there, and um, that to me is just like how you it's just it really grabs your attention and announces like yeah we're not the same band and we are going for something far more ambitious like far more yeah um yeah we're trying trying. it is we're swinging it's like babe ruth calling a shot you know like yeah again it's a a try hard anthem you know this one for the try hards That's a good pick, and honestly, I'm I'm gonna be that guy and be like, man, I'm I'm mad you took Bloodhound off my list. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which is filled fresh Blood- in my yeah. mind after seeing them what three two three weeks ago. So yeah, it's not coming to the West Coast for a couple more months, yeah. and yeah, I mean, there was another choice on that tour that I could have picked, but like, uh, I'm gonna <laughs> not be too on brand. It still might get picked. <laughs> yeah, and I'm uh, talking about the course, the uh, spoken word intro from Goodness. Uh, no, we're we're talking about Emperor X. 
Yeah. Uh, <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Dan, you're up. Um, I really was hoping to do this one directly after Patty Smith just to fuck it up so bad. <laughs> but I do have a couple of um, Chicagoland ones. And this one, I don't know, a little bit on the like sillier side, but definitely for a certain group of people, a really important just first three seconds. Like, you know it immediately. Um, Alkaline Trio cringe. God damn it. Like kind of kind of changed a lot, certainly for that band, but like definitely launched a certain kind of sound after that, like pop punk, but like moodier, more kerouac more gothy type of stuff. Or maybe they didn't. Maybe it's just <laughs> it launched their career. I don't know. But I remember reading an interview with Mike Park that I think David Anthony did, where he said that like every single day he when that album that because I'll um, Asian man put that out and he said that every day he would just start his day by playing that album like the year it came out like every single day for a year um it's just a good starter why I knee deep in surprise yeah I'm very jealous of that pick. love That's it amazing cool Oh, and you know, it's it's the gateways of Blink-182 right because that's what I'm picking next no. oh, I, I thought uh, about it and but yeah. I couldn't <laughs> land on what would go first I mean, going away to college. Is I, pretty, I think I banger. like their like. I don't know. I, anyway, sorry. Yeah, uh, I, I'm making my last two picks of the entire mm. thing back to back, um, and yeah, I I wasn't kidding, Ian. Uh, I am going to take an introduction to the album because it just <laughs> it just feels so good, and seeing that live was because I never got to see him their first, you know time around you know i only got this, this was my first time seeing them a couple weeks ago and that song live just kicked ass man and i really do feel like i'm glad this is actually later because it does feel more like an end of an album song than it does an opener even though it is called an introduction to the album yeah <laughs> when they played pitchfork fest in 2016 that's what they closed with yeah it, yeah and i think they actually were for a while because they, i think they would do that you're that or Dendron or that into Dendron. And yeah, seeing them play the album was uh, in full in full and order was was interesting to kick it off like that. They, they played their newer stuff and then they started the album, which is great. <laughs> uh, Good call. Yeah, I could not not pick this song. And I thought I thought honestly, Ian, you would pick it. <laughs> And uh, just try try it. It's a very delicate balance of trying to be on brand, but not too on brand. Yeah. Uh, all right. My last pick. Um, I feel like I need to kind of pivot based on because I've just picked <laughs> my past three picks have been out, uh, American football, Sunny Day Real Estate, and Hotelier. So I I kind of need to do something a little different. <laughs> um, I'm gonna go with what actually I think is a really good opener that should be a closer. Uh, much similar to an introduction to the album, and I am going to pick Night Shift by Lucy Dacus. Mm. I think the build of that song is just so good, and you know the way it finishes at the end is just like, it's so impactful. Her vocals just crush it, uh, and it, it is hard to believe when you listen to it that that, that is the start of the album. And I still love right. uh, Historian so much. You know, I, I like I like VHS, but I think that album still... It has so much more energy than her, her stuff in more recent years, and yeah, I think it's I think it's a good one to have towards the back of this playlist. Hmm. Nice, all right. Another uh, Rolling Stone top two fifty guitarist in Lucy Dacus, mm -hmm. yeah. which I'm not gonna fucking call balls on strikes, balls and strikes <laughs> on this, but like Lucy Dacus over Julian. If we're taking a pick from that band, get yeah. the fuck out of here. Sorry. Yeah, she. Well, wait, but Phoebe's got the BC Rich guitar, so like that alone would <laughs> makes her like the prime boy genius guitarist. So we're putting Lucy third on the moon. Damn. I'm just saying. Hey, whatever. Damn. <laughs> we're not uh, gonna be four guys who <laughs> <laughs> who rank women no, based on guitar playability. Get on some David Crosby shit about like right. break. You know, you she she got, yeah, she's gonna then she call got, me like, a little the... bitch on Twitter, and that's it for me. <laughs> yeah, anyone who gets a BC Rich guitar in 2023, like oh, I like 
I, I think she understands that like the point of guitar is just to look cool. Yeah. Absolutely. Remember like that's the number one. Remember on SNL when she smashed the guitar and that guy, uh Brooklyn Dad Defiant, was like, hmm, <laughs> I don't really get this. This isn't cool. Like, shut up, you fucking nerd. <laughs> what are you talking yeah, about? Yeah, he became Brooklyn Dad confused at that moment. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He was Brooklyn Dad irritated. Is that guy still, still exist? Uh, still still I'm black. sure he's like a blue sky. <laughs> I'm sure he's remember, on Blue Sky. Remember, or it was like yeah. revealed that he took like sixty grand from like you know D like DNC like uh, think tanks or whatever. <laughs> yeah. to tweet like actually, it's kind of cool that Joe Biden craps his pants when he does debates. So like, <laughs> and, then, and then the one time he opened his mouth on pop culture, it was about Phoebe Bridger. <laughs> my man, my man. Yeah. Well, next episode we'll do like our favorite Twitter griffs. Ooh, yeah. yeah, love that fantasy draft Twitter people sounds great. <laughs> <laughs> the DMs are getting open. I yeah. did like I did like in the beginning when the songs kind of made a sentence. I do think that we should do Mad Libs, you know, <sighs> like a punk rock Mad Libs. It would be hard yeah. to do, but I think we could do it. Yeah, yeah but songs that are stuff, yeah. just eight words long. That, that's <laughs> yeah. the draft. You got to do long sentence titles uh dan your last your last song my last one okay well i'm gonna i'm gonna use this because i thought i'd be stealing it from ian and <laughs> ian hasn't used it you still so let's put it on the big board a more perfect union Andronicus, oh, yeah, fucking seven minute opener or something like that. Yeah. It's just Hell yeah. like serpentine, like you know, kind of like multi part opener. Talk about like statement of intent. Like, yeah, guy comes in and he's like, I wrote a fucking dense, complicated record. Here's seven minutes of it up front with our chicken band, uh, Abraham Lincoln samples in it. So, yeah, gotta, gotta have that wild, wild one in there. Mm. So good, love it. Yeah. yeah. Also, fear and loathing in Mawa, New Jersey is like also fucking awesome. Because <laughs> like, I love how it announces that out. Because like, yeah, this sounds like this sounds like it was recorded inside a toilet. This rules. Uh, yeah, but I think that that that's that follows the rubric of like, just hey, we actually have a recording budget now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> awesome. Uh, Ian, what's your last one? Gonna All be? right. All right. So. You know, like God, there's so so many songs I could put here that like follow within the um, you know, the sound of a more perfect union. But like I wanted to go with something a little bit more muted. Um, you know, a lot of the songs that we've picked here are very energetic. Mm-hmm. Um, and as we kind of you know close this album out, I want to take things into a more mysterious space. Um <laughs> I'm picking uh the title track from the knife silent shout. Um, because like yeah. that it yeah that that one to me is just a band it's sort of like everything in its right place in that um now mind you like they were known before for like doing like more kind of like you know synth poppy like euro kind of your like european like synth pop type stuff and then like silent shout is just a song that just goes complete pitch black muted um i really was thinking about doing burial archangel but again that's another album that has a little bit of an intro beforehand mm-hmm. um so yeah silent shout to me is just like immediately gripping um in terms of like re- announcing events like doing something that's ambitious and grand and uh, a leap from what came before but doing it in a, in like almost an inverse way where it's you know uh it just kind of drops you off in the middle of the forest and like you don't know what the fuck is going on yeah that's that's a good way to to kind of wind, wind down the the end of this one mm-hmm. but the final track of this playlist what are you closing it out with josh this isn't on my list, but I think it would be so funny to close with "Smells Like Teen Spirit." <laughs> <laughs> you know All that right. scene in uh, in High Fidelity when they're doing That's side one is. tracks. Ones. Absolutely, and he's like, "I gotta go with Teen Spirit." And what does he say? He's like, "Yeah, how about fucking? How about fucking Bach? How about fucking Paco Bell's <laughs> like, <laughs> like Symphony One?" 
No. That's another guy I saw yeah. the other day. I saw Jack White getting into a filthy Tesla or Jack, Jack Black. White I'm sorry. Jack oh, Black. I was Jack say Black. Black. sorry. That yeah, probably I was a better story. <laughs> 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 no, if Bach was alive today, can we agree that he would be like the worst, like SoundCloud hype beast? Like, yeah. Fuck, oh, would he come on the podcast to talk basketball, though? That's the question. He would have that fucking haircut. That's <laughs> he, like he'd be an F1 guy. Yeah. He would be an F1 guy. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm so glad we're right. fucking putting my, Bach in his place right now. <laughs> all right, my pick is not smells like Teen Spirit. Okay. Um, I think it, I think it kind of goes off of Ian's Every last pick. Zen by Bush. Yeah. Right. Uh, well, I don't know. I think like now that I'm thinking about it as a playlist, like I really didn't starting with this, but I kind of think that like a good closing track uh, would be. And I, it's funny because like I was thinking of like kind of mixing between songs I really like and songs that are important that I also like. I had um my bloody valentine's only shallow which is not mm. a closing track but i also had slow dives allison which mm. should be a closing track you know it's super atmospheric it's uh you know slow dives now experiencing a new wave of popularity after yeah. almost 30 years and yeah Honestly, i think it's a great their, track. their opener on their album this year is fucking awesome it's the best song on the record for sure yeah, yeah, yeah. easily yeah 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 i think that's it um did, which, wait which one are you going with ever, Allison by Slow okay. Dive. Yeah. Um, did we have did we have a lot of overlap or none at all? I think I had never meant that. Um, yeah. I mean, clearly, I told you my playlist is huge, so like everything overlaps. But right. Uh, really? No, I'd say maybe I have th- uh, three because I have I have bands, but I have different songs by them. Mm. I had and everything I had, in its right place on mine. Yeah. Right. Um. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but yeah, otherwise, I'm like, we're safe. <laughs> do you, uh, does everyone want to go around just rapid fire, like a non honorable mention or two? Yeah, uh, absolutely. So, Josh, start off again. Was what you got a couple just you want to rifle? Yeah, out? so yeah, I had Iggy Pop, Search and Destroy, I had um, Avalanches Since I Left You, mm. I had Karen Dalton, Something on Your Mind, I had a Steely Dan song that would have yeah. been funny to do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, What's Going On by Marvin Gaye. I thought that would be yeah. a good one. Yeah. Uh, Ian? Um, I, I want, keeping with the contemporary theme, I wanted to put like Like Eating Glass by Block Party. Mm-hmm. Um, because I use that song to tune my <laughs> guitar. Um, Arc Arsenal by uh, yeah, At the Drive In. That That's like another one oh. where it's like, yeah, it's it's fucking chess day. Yeah, yeah, and also, yeah, uh, I um I wanted to also do Untitled by Interpol, which is like the serious, uh, the Alan Parsons project serious of uh, in the bathroom. <laughs> um, I want Wind to Blow by uh, the Microphones. And um, kill all hippies by Primal Scream. Uh, <laughs> kind of a, like a like a more of an obscure of a god. That, that is such best like best title, best album title, best bass, like best drop. Like Primal Scream's made a lot of shit music in their lifetime, but God, they nailed that one. Hell yeah, man! And Dan, couple, couple. Um, I had some like outsider like wild card picks in case things got really hairy <laughs> but i had gobbledygook on seager Ross's album that i can't say yes. that's the one with the like crazy like pounding like yes the, animal, uh, the one like, where they wanted to sound like animal collective <laughs> yeah, yeah um, I, but I, really, that. I think that's such an awesome intro also too i had a i had a, a weird one like literally books have been written about this album but the first song on astral weeks by van morris yeah, yeah. Yes. Uh, by van morris that was on mine too yeah. Another lyric that I just love so much that I uh, like try to wrap my head around every time I hear it. The opening is um, if I ventured in the slipstreams between the viaducts of your dreams, where immobile steel rims crack in the ditch and the back road stop, could you find me? Just love it. Like, what a Beautiful. fucking. Yeah. And now he's singing, like, you know, Fox <laughs> News wants to yeah. or whatever. But, um, now he's like, CNN is uh, mind virus woke. But, um, and then uh, two more too. If 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 I was gonna do a rap pick, um, I think Ian was right in that there's not a lot of track ones. One that just actually, came to mind. Fuck. Uh, bring the ruckus. Being yeah, I was about to say. Yeah, I, I mean can't that first it. fucking that first beat. You're like, oh my god. You know, mm-hmm. I kind of changed my life just being from that from Staten Island. And 
And then the the last one I have, which is not even like a band that I like ride for very much, but like Ian said about like using something to tune your guitar. When I get like a new stereo or anything like that, where I'm like, let me test these speakers. I put on uh, Snakes for the Divine by High on Fire. Because that fucking like riff that like, it's basically rush for guys who can do a push up. You know? <laughs> <laughs> it's just fucking like, that album just rips and it's so heavy. So like, if I just want something to just like blow, see how, how high the speakers can go, I'll put that. But also too, you know, like if we count it, I do that with like filler minor threat, like that opening chord, mm-hmm. life changing shit. But, uh, but yeah, that, that were, those were kind of my outliers there. No one wanted to extend the playlist by like 20 minutes by doing like dead flag blues by Godspeed you black emperor or anything like that. Yeah. <laughs> <Not> about it. <laughs> Um, just a couple for me, I had, um, I mean, you mentioned Chicago bands. I Cherub Rock was on my short list. Um, uh, honestly, a true intro song intro by the XX, I think is a great, oh, kick, yeah. kick off to that album. Uh, what other, the new year by death cab. I mean, I think there's a lot of good death cab options to play with in this one. They might, have service, they might have but... better intros than Wilco. That's like one band I think that like the better I'll, side I'll, one track yeah. ones. Uh, Even the shit albums. <laughs> <laughs> uh Holiday, Get Up Kids, Feel the Pain. Yeah. Um, and what was the last one I was gonna pick? Uh, Is this thing on? <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. You know, I yeah. if we could just tack one more on because they're a, a Chicago band. But I feel like everybody here has some affection for one of my favorite opening lines on a record uh, that rap boys, happy birthday, rap boys. Yes. Uh, the opening line. I have a history of loving all the wrong guys in high school. We studied Stalin. I said, I love that guy. <laughs> Fucking brilliant. Amazing. Guys yeah. with guy. I mean, that's uh, yeah. <laughs> totally. yep. uh, just, just big fan of that, uh, that band and that I love a, I love a record that like first sentence pulls you in mm-hmm. uh, as a great one. I mean, realistically, I, I considered the first track on their new album. Like it is mm. that I love. That's one of my favorites yeah. of the year. And yeah. I think it's such a good opener uh all right that's Ian, did you ever like q and sorry i'm gonna no. keep the podcast <laughs> Ian, was did, in your did your because i was really wor- wondering if you would put this on but i don't know if our college years overlapped enough on the same era like 98 area. to 98 2002 that was me did, okay so did you like not you soft pyramids was that your scene at all because that like to me when i hear that opening thing that's like college to me so i almost <laughs> it's it not that, that, that that seems like a little it, it's very it's weird because even though i was in virginia it's like there's this great pat oswald bit about like how he grew up in sterling virginia and like missed out on like fugazi and like <laughs> minor threat but like i was in like you know virginia and like i had very little awareness of like what was happening in dc with the exception of like the dismemberment plan because like i read about them on like the earliest version of pitchfork yeah yeah i think that was a little bit later um you know that and wasabi fave like that whole that scene just kind of uh, escaped me at the time yeah there was not i just want to say there you know post post-mortem on this there were fewer picks from that era and scene that i thought and i really think the block party pick was one of the only ones that came i thought there was going to be a lot more mid-aughts indie rock I, I mean, we could take that's it. Most there. Of my to be honest. <laughs> if you want to like narrow it down, like you're speaking my fucking language, right. man. Episode well, two starts now. I really different think... strokes for different folks, guys. Yeah, yeah. I really yeah. Do think what? this this format could be in like, all right, album openers for Midwest emo album openers. Yeah, because like we didn't talk about Little League or is this thing on or I mean, yeah, yeah, or like new Nathan Detroit's. Mm. Yep, comedy album track one. <laughs> I'm going Adam Sand where they're all gonna laugh at you. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think uh, Ian's gonna go with Pat Oswalt based on these conversations. We've yeah, had, or so. Tenacious D. What with Kielbasa? I think that was the <laughs> yeah. opener on the uh, self-titled. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, this playlist is gonna rule. Um, so <laughs> I will definitely, obviously, be sharing the playlist as a whole so everyone can enjoy it. Um, mm. But I want to thank all you guys for coming on. This has been awesome. Yeah, uh, great. It's been a it's it's lovely to see this the range of stuff that we picked. Uh and I feel like we could keep going like for like five more ten more rounds. Uh but 
thank you guys so much for joining us before we go is there anything you guys want to like throw out that you got going on that you want people to know about uh josh starting with you we're we're doing a podcast about indie indie basketballs (laughs) i don't think any of us have anything going on (laughs) we're we're doing a fantasy draft about (laughs) sell out for christmas yeah yeah Yeah. i mean obviously all due respect to the podcast i'm just saying (laughs) we're here (laughs) no if i do have something going on you know i'll be asking you if i could be on the podcast again to pump the book you know well we'll talk basketball as well (laughs) next time yeah rock on yeah Uh, yeah thanks again everyone for coming on it's been a treat and uh we'll catch you all next time